Hey. Hello. Howdy. Hello. Gentlemen. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How you doing, man? Good to meet you. Good. You too. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you for uh, getting up early. Yeah, it's up yeah, over right. there. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not too bad it's more like thank you for being up on a Friday night and doing a pod <laughs> I was gonna say I have a three and a half year old so I'm like just hanging on yeah oh yeah is that right at the end of the day yeah Yeah. by the end of the day I'm sort of shot I work all day I have a full time job as well so mm. after that and getting home uh, yeah okay yeah. well big welcome to the pod Cody Smith thanks so much for coming on Cody yeah thank you Todd, do you want to, to explain, go into a little bit of how this came to yeah. be? Well, um, so basically a good friend of ours, Steve, uh, Stephen Dallimore, is um, putting on an ex- uh, exhibition of your work with you in um, Australia. And um, Steve's a big music uh, music and like photography fan and um, and lover, sorry. And he... Um, no worries, man. Yeah, he he's, he was just talk, talking about you to us, and was just like he'd be a great guest for the podcast. And um, we thought, fucking, I think he would be a great guest for the podcast. <laughs> It'd be good to to meet you and like chat about a few things. And um, Steve just introed us over email, and here we are. And Cody, yeah, exactly. Cody's coming to Australia shortly to exhibit some of the f- photographs he took um, in the late nineties and early two thousands of the Strokes in the first ten years of their career. So pretty cool. Yeah. So it's the first 10 years yeah. of the Strokes exhibition, I believe, at the Verona rooftop in Paddington in Sydney um, yeah. from 28th of July to the 2nd of August. Yeah. Correct. How good. Um, yeah, it was. it's going to be great. I'm really, really excited. I'm kind of shocked as well, to be <laughs> honest with you. I've never um, – it's weird with this work. In the past couple of years, it has sort of come to, to light. There was sort of yeah. like this weird – early on fan base that knew about it secretly. And then um, in 2017, I released a book um, on it that is now out of print and you can't get anywhere, but it sort of lit a little fire under people that were big time strokes fans and Mm. sort of didn't know this work Mm. besides, um, you know, a lot of the images they see is Colin Lane who took all their press stuff and their album cover. He did their album cover and, um, Colin's work is awesome, but my stuff was just a little bit different. It was sort of mm. an inside take on it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting, I'm sort of rambling on here, but it's interesting how it, it sort of spread from this book um, into this global outreach of Strokes fans somehow. Um, now the book's not available anymore, and it's interesting how years later, Steve sort of found me and emailed me and was just like, Hey, I want to put a, here's this idea. He sent me a little packet and it was all sort of professional looking. (laughs) Um, it was a little hard to believe at first because I've never had a solo show or been approached to do anything with this body of work at all. So it was, um, at first it was sort of like, yeah, this can't be real Mm. type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so far away down there, you guys. And it's not someplace I ever thought to do a, an exhibition or pop up mm. like this, you know? So mm. once it got going, it's kind of like, wow, fucking it. Like Sydney. All right. Like, cool. Like, oh, the guys are playing it. Like, all right. That's yeah. cool. Like, that makes sense. It could be cool. Maybe like something natural will happen with them. And, you know, they're there that week during the pop up. All right. We'll see what it sort of comes to 
um, fruition with this. It really, um, it really has worked out beautiful uh, timing wise. I'm not sure if you and Steve planned it like that, but to have the Strokes in uh, Australia, but you know, and also in Sydney at the same time is like, was that was that planned or? I think Steve wanted it yeah, like that, yeah. um, just to sort of make a little bit buzz about it, yeah. which is great on his end, you know. And it, it was that's one of the things that sort of made me believe more in it and and him is that, you know, at a certain point when we were sort of going down and talking, getting into more serious talk of it, I was just like, listen, Steve, you got to understand something. Like, I can't guarantee that you're going to get the Strokes or a Stroke to show up to this <laughs> yeah, thing. Like, I just want to fucking, I just want to like make that very clear off yeah. the bat. Like, you know, I'm not saying that they won't or one of them won't, yeah. you know, yeah. but I don't want you to be doing this with that pretense. Yeah, I get sure. it. You know, they're big and sometimes I've been, even though I'm, I'm good friends with them all these years, sometimes, you know, the fans will take it to a further extent of, well, you're, you're like them or you're, you know, you must travel with them with all the time or you're, you know, mm-hmm. you're at that, uh, that same level of money or fame or mm-hmm. photography, but you know, I'm, I'm living in my apartment in Brooklyn with my wife and kid and mm-hmm. I got a full-time job to pay the bills, yeah. but, um, photography is my passion and I still do it on the side when I take off or, mm-hmm. and this document has just been like friendship over, you know, 25 years. Yeah. It was more of just a, a, an ongoing cycle of just photographing when I could, when I could get out there. Yeah. Um, and get whatever pictures I could take. Yeah. And so, and, and so were you like when, when you were shooting, like when you were um, in high school and all that kind of stuff, were you uh, like an aspiring photographer at the time or were you just always taking photos sort of thing and it just kind of landed that way? Um, well, my, my parents were in the photo field, so I had to sort of in, um, both technically and like in my blood, my mother, um, photographed early on. She photographed, uh, like Lou Reed and Johnny Thunders. I don't wow. know if you guys know who Johnny Thunders is. No, I don't actually, um, but I, I don't know. know who Lou Reed is. Yeah. Lou Reed is, and Johnny Thunders was the guitarist in the New York Dolls. Oh, okay. I don't know if yeah, you know yeah. who they are. Yeah, true. Um, and he, um, so he went on to have like a, a big solo career i could go on about him forever but so she ended up photographing him and did a little rock and roll photography and then ended up being um like a fashion producer for a photographer for a long time um and then my father was sort of on the uh on the dark room side of things and owned a dark room for a very long time so um it was built in and i was shooting before we all met you know i met all those guys in 95 in high school okay Hmm. So I was shooting a couple of years before that, just my life in New York and a kid. And then I met them and it was just sort of natural. I always had my camera on me and we became friends fairly quickly, especially Valencia and I. Right. Um, and then it's sort of like Julian and Valencia and I, and then Fab, Valencia and Julian and I, um, and I just had my camera on me and just would photograph us fucking around New York wow. as teenagers, you know, in Central Park or whatever, whatever we were doing. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of that early sort of personal stuff that I don't show very much of mm-hmm. them or yeah. um, just because it's sort of pre strokes, you know, there's a lot of personal stuff that I've decided to keep out in terms of. It's personal, yeah. you know, like yeah. pictures from bachelor parties or weddings and stuff like yeah. that. And yeah. It's just like, it's, 
you know, yeah. I could be an asshole and do it, but it's not my intent ever to do that to my friends. No. You know? It's not kind of really First related off. to the band. It's just personal shots exactly. of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it has nothing to do with them. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some of those oh, early man. shots of yours though. They're really, it's, I mean, it's fascinating really just seeing the band with such baby faces standing out on the street in New York, like before a show or after recording or whatever it yeah. might be. It's really, they're so cool. Yeah. Well, it's, um, we, I mean, you know, we still talk about, you know, we're all just shocked at how fast the time has gone. I think mm, more than anything. Mm. Um, luckily the photos still hold up, I feel. Mm, um, I and I think they, they feel like that as well. So that's a good sign, you know, yeah. um, that it's, 20 years later and we can still look at these photos that's fucking and true. interest in them. Yeah. And also I not mean, be like embarrassed and feel like you look like a dagger. Like if I looked at photos of me 20 years ago, <laughs> I wouldn't be allowing you to yeah, come and do I it. Would, yeah. There'd be no <laughs> book. It's, it, it's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And before I started the whole thing, I went out to everybody individually and was just like, no, this is the deal. Yeah. How are your feelings on it? You know, yeah. what are you thinking? And through the process of it all like that, um, and I think, you know, with these photos and having them get more uh, out there in the past couple of years, I think they trust that I'm not going to be showing anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so were you? So you you would have been around them when they when the when the boys started the Strokes then, like when they had the idea to even get in a band room and play some instruments together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember pre the Strokes, like pre Albert and pre even Nikolai, like you know, sort of joining in with the bass. Um, wow. I mean, I played guitar a little bit too. So even then it was just like, we'd all just like play Pearl Jam or Bob Marley mm, stuff, or, right. you know? Um, but Nick and Fab and Julian were always sort of instantly drawn musically to each other. I was always on the, the side taking the pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was doing, you know? Yeah. Um, and witnessing the whole process as it sort of went along. Yeah. Um, so those guys early on were sort of jamming and, you know, on weekends they would scrounge whatever money they had and would rent a, a rehearsal space for like a couple hours, you know, and they would go there and just jam and we would just hang out and smoke weed in there and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it sort of progressed out of high school for us and we all stayed friends and um, they were still playing. And then once Albert showed up in New York around 98, I think, um, 97, 98, that's when it started to get more serious. And right. Nikolai was, was on the bass now. And mm-hmm. um, that's when it started forming sort of early on. And it went very fast. But those, those early days, I have a photo that's in the show. Um, it's of Julian, Albert, and Nikolai on a street corner in, on New Year's Eve, 1999. Yeah, I've seen oh, that. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. 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 Um, and it's still, I don't know, it's still, it's, it's interesting how it, it sort of brings back a time for people now. Mm. Um, looking at them being so young, <laughs> mm. just randomly on a street corner wearing whatever clothes they're wearing, mm. you know, it's, and to now they're this fucking huge, huge ass band and all of dynamics have shifted. But mm. it's still, to me, it still brings me back to that street corner on New Year's Eve in 1999. Yeah. And I think it does that for people as well, you know? 
Yeah. Um, that was just before the Y2K bug. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shut down the whole city. Yeah. Do you um? Yeah. Do you, everything got screwed up yeah. after that. Everything. Do you walk? Yeah. Do you know? You obviously know where that corner is. Do you know? And do you, when you walk down that corner, think of that photograph or that moment now because it's sort of uh, so prominent in the photo. Uh, I do. I'm not over there that often yeah. anymore yeah. in that area. Yeah. But it that diner is still there, and I'll have people who have looked at that photo and be like, "Oh, dude! Like I used to go to that diner all the time." <laughs> which and, which, you know, which, which has, diner like, is it? Where is it? It's just called the Lyric Diner. It was on like 22nd and 3rd. Right, okay. Mm. It was nothing special. Yeah. It was just yeah. near, uh, yeah, it was just near Julian and Albert's house. And, you know, we'd gone there a bunch of times, but it was just, you know, late in the night. And I just took a picture on the sort of point and shoot I had. Yeah. But when I took it, I was just like, oh, all right, I got, I got something of them. It's a moment. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, there is also yeah. no greater pleasure than going to a diner at nighttime in New York City. Yeah, it's really it's good. It's the best it's fucking Grill, thing to do. Grilled cheese and French fries. Yeah, yeah, man. And I always get pancakes yeah. at, at diners at like midnight in New York. Or I used right. to anyway. Some bacon. Yeah, it's a bit of bacon. Yeah. Sometimes when there's a couple of you, you just get all that shit and just share it. Yeah, yeah. pancakes <laughs> and fries. Yeah. <laughs> So, eat it all. so Cody, man, we've got um, like this is actually a crazy coincidence. I think Todd may have mentioned it to you already, but um, I I, I went to I was living in New York for a period of time in 2013. It would have uh, it was around a year, and um, and I was recording some music, and I was staying in the studio that I was recording in, and the studio that I was recording in was the basement of um Second Street and Avenue A on that corner. Right, <laughs> and and so I, I was living underground there on blow up mattresses and stuff, and and um and like had a gym membership so that we could go shower and stuff every couple of days <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and um, were there vibes in there? Did you feel the vibes of, of it's a magic well, destructive past? Man, I I fucking did. It's a, it was a really <laughs> like it, it's it was such a cool, amazing like space. And um, right. I remember taking the lift down to the to underground, uh, for the, you know, for the first time, and seeing the Strokes had tagged the concrete wall down there. Yeah, it says yeah. the Strokes two thousand and one spray yeah. painted so massive cool. on on the wall in the in the elevator shaft. They were, yeah, they would do that back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wild! I mean, that yeah. was wild for me. I just it was my first time in New York City. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, to, have, to to see that and to, to know that um, uh, the first record was recorded in that very studio. Um, it's really crazy. Mm. It's really crazy. You know, it's funny how this, they do, the band has this sort of connection to everybody in some sense, whether it's like that, like you, you end up there, you mm. know what I mean? How, how fucking random and cool in New York is that? Yeah. That you end up at the studio there and then sleeping there. Um, and that's what's cool about the band, I find, is that everybody sort of, from the diner shot that I was telling you about, to, to the studio there, to mm. something, people seem to have a, a strong connection when they hear, you know, the strokes or, yeah, mo- you know, a moment that they remember when they first heard, you know, the yeah. album and they first heard Someday or something. Mm. Um, and I think that's part of the lasting of the band you know there was a point where they didn't tour for years mm. for years um 
and everybody was sort of doing some solo stuff and they're able to, they were able to come back and, you know, and do festivals yeah, and have people show up and, and have people still like them. And, you know, it's rare that they can do that, that they sort of control their own mm. things. They've gotten bigger. Um, but everybody's got some connection to them is what yeah, I'm finding. Totally. For the most part. So, and w- it's why these pictures stand out. I think, you know, they're, they're, they yeah. connect somehow. Mm. You know, I'll be honest with you. I've looked at them a million times. So to me, sometimes I look at them I'm like this. Like, who's going to want to see this fucking shitty mm, ass yeah, picture yeah, again? Yeah. You know, um, but people do, and it, it's nice to have you know, like Steve out there reach out and, mm. and willing to to help you know fund and bring something this like this over there. Yeah, so um, cool. No. Good on you. And I hope Good it's on you, the beginning Steve. of yeah. something. Shout out, Steve. Yeah. Everyone go to the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone go to the show because it's and guaranteed that all, all the Strokes, all the members of the Strokes will be, will be there. there all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They'll be playing as well. They're like a house band <laughs> in the corner. And they I play requests. Be there every day. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll be DJing, yeah. I think, on and off. Smoke on, on the water. All of them. All of the hits. Come down. I won't be there, but they'll be there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Prince of Sale too. Don't forget. Then there's some awesome shots that people can buy as well. So, um, yeah, true. there's going to be some prints there. Both um, the ones hanging on the wall. We're going to have some lesser, you know, sort of mm. cheaper prints for people to come in and, yeah. and just purchase if they want. And also, if you can't um, make it, they're available online. I'm pretty sure too. So we'll post a link in the, exactly. in the episode. Um, as well. There's something about so, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry that sorry to interrupt. No, I, I was just saying. So far, the response has been pretty, pretty good. So I have a feeling it's going to be a nice yeah, turnout. Awesome. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. I wish we could yeah. come. Um, I was just going to say, there's something about the. I think what's really great about those photos and your photography with with the band and just um, in like this like set in general is there's something so appealing about a candid BTS photo catching a moment. And especially on point and shoot or film cameras as well, it's completely different to an iPhone mm. or digital photography. Yeah, and just capturing a moment on film is just so magical. And then when it's related to such a special part of such a important cultural like band or you know artists like The Strokes, it's just that's. I think you know when you say you've seen the pictures a thousand times, so you kind of lose that connection. I I think that's a big part of why people are drawn to the, these photos. Yeah, and I, I you know I I think um, yeah I definitely think that, and I, it it makes me feel better about my work <laughs> when that happens. Um, especially older work, you know. Mm. Sometimes whether it's photography or I still look at images and think of that day that I should have gotten more pictures or yeah. shot more, <laughs> mm. you know, yeah. or when I took some group shots of them, like I should have got asked for more or whatever. Yeah. But, um, and that was the thing before digital. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, I shot all film and whether it was a point and shoot or a 35 millimeter or a medium format, um, you know, you, you weren't always sure what you were going to get with film. So that was always the thing. And right. a lot of the times I was shooting whatever light was just available. Mm. Um, and there's certain, you know, stuff that comes along with that when you're shooting in terms of steadiness and exposures and that type of shit. Um, but I always seem to make it work 
And I always seemed to get a shot that I loved. Mm. Um, and I was always happy if I got one or two great shots on a roll of film. Yeah. It's sort of, you know, I, I wasn't about every shot has to be a great shot. It's no. not, it's not about that. And, um, when you engage with the, the, the subject or subjects, whether it's the guys that I know really well and it's, you know, it's easier for them to, to loosen up and the pictures show a sort of looser side of them a little mm. bit, you know, um, they are kind of stiff on stage as much as they fucking rock and as loud as they are. Mm. Um, and they seem to be serious in a lot of pictures that have, that have been shown of them. Mm. So I think this opens it up and lightens yeah. them up. Yeah. You know, you see... Valencia smiling in the pictures or, you know, direct eye contact into the, there's a little bit more interest instead mm -hmm. of we're just getting our picture fucking taken again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and they trusted me as well since we met in high school and, you know, I always had my camera there. So it was a little bit, there was a lot of trust involved and, and as it went on and they started to, to build and build and get bigger, you know, I realized that it was starting to become more of a job for them as well so there was moments where i had to step back from being right on stage taking photos because mm. it was their first big show or some shit like mm. that you know yeah so it was that fine line too of like knowing you know when to when to take the picture when to not take the picture when to be there when to step back yeah you know when I just want to go to the shows and just fucking enjoy the show and not have a yeah. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and not worry about what I'm missing or what I, I should have taken photos of. My, 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 my um, brother Ben gets that with us cause he, he, he's a photographer and, and he, he, um, he shoots the show that the mockumentary series that we make as well. And so he used to struggle, which is awesome by the way. Oh, <laughs> fucking awesome. <kids. laughs> <laughs> we we actually edited season two of, it, of that. It's totally my. We edited season two in that same studio, the yeah. the Strokes one, and um, yeah. Did you? Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah, I want to watch more because it's totally my type of shit. Oh, yeah, cool. nice. Um, that's great. Uh, he's he really struggles to come to our shows. Uh, like he has to give himself permission not to shoot. He's like, oh, I'm just I'm, <laughs> right. Like I'm leaving my camera here. Like that's cool, isn't it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's totally, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the show, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, there's times where you need to do that. You know, it's when I was sort of like on my own and on the road with them um, and not in a relationship, it was much easier to just entangle myself in it and, and just be on point. Um, you know, when you're bringing like your sister to the show or your girlfriend, it's kind of hard or, mm. your, or my wife at this point, it's hard to like peel off and sort of do your own thing. Yeah. Um, so in those early days, I was single kind of, and it was nice to be able to sort of free throat like that. Yeah. Um, but were you, were you um, present for the, um, is this it sessions in that New York basement? Um, I was, you know, and I didn't really go down there. Nobody, to be honest with you, not too many people went down there while they were recording that album. Right. Um, they were very, I was at like the rehearsal spaces and stuff when they yeah. were rehearsing all that stuff and when they were writing all those songs yeah. for the years leading up to it and getting them all down. So I heard them write all those songs mm. and, you know, yeah. lyrics in the back of cabs as we were going to, to small shows. Mm. Um, 
when they got into that studio with Gordon, it was, they were very like, they were focused, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I would hang out at the bar across the street yes. and wait for them to come out is, and is, we'd get fucked up and they'd go back and I'd go home. But yeah. Um, is that the bar that's diag- yeah, diagonally of, opposite? Yeah. With the glass windows. Yeah. yeah. I love that bar. Wait, yeah. is that, wait, Berlin? Was, is that what it was called now? Is that a different club? Uh, I think Berlin Ooh, was cool. under it. Oh yes, Berlin Bar one. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Un- und- underneath. underneath. Yeah. That's yeah. See, that wasn't even there back yeah. in the day when yeah. we were there. It was just um, the main floor, and then like yes. the upstairs yes. was like the sort of VIP area right, right, <laughs> back right. then. Right, I remember. And that's what. Yeah, that's a um, fucking great bar just to sit in and watch the world go by. It was great, and we had a sort of little group of friends going. That you know, some of them ended up going on to work with them and um, long-term stuff like that. But at the time it was like, you know, they were just bartending at 2A and working at Mercury Lounge or something. Yeah. So um, there was a little group of us that, that hung out there a lot back in those, those early days um, to all hours of whatever day of the week mm. we felt like. <laughs> yeah. Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Yeah. Thursdays, Fridays. That's, I think that was kind of yeah. <laughs> when we decided to um, <laughs> whatever other days. When we decided to edit our second series of our show, there one of the reasons we picked that spot is because we knew we could work all day and all night, and then still do something when we clocked off work, whether it be like midnight right. or two a.m. or whatever. Mm. The city's alive. There's so much around, and just to have that flexibility, yeah. like any day of the week, was so cool. Yeah, you can't get a sausage. Yeah. You can't get a sausage roll past ten PM in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, you can't really. That's what I was gonna say New York's the only place where that kind of happens. Yeah, you yeah. Know? it's 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 unique. I you know I'm born and raised here, so I'm sort mm. of biased. I'm kind of fucking sick of it, to be honest yeah. with you. Mm. I'm ready for like sort of some some countryside a little bit and some peace and quiet. But yeah. um, growing up here was great. I'll say that even now, you know, it seems worse now with everything that's happening mm. pre um, pre COVID and, and fucking everything that's happened over mm. here in the past couple of years mm. politically. Um, but as dirty as it was back in the day, growing up in the eighties and the early nineties and the nineties. And as you know, it didn't, uh, it didn't seem as worrisome back then, mm. you know? you would like walk through Times Square and it was just like, Oh, I'm going through Times Square to get to wherever the fuck I got to go to. Mm. You know? Um, it just seemed, it, it seemed easier, you know, and it was a nice place to grow up and whatever kids were doing in the suburbs, we were doing in the city, we were just doing it on stoops and mm. in central park. And, you know, yep. yeah, it's kids a- houses that parents weren't around. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, it feels like a big playground, New York. It's just so like there's not a there's not a boring street really to walk down. They're all just beautiful mm, in the city. No, and it's a great place to just sit. You know, we would sit on friends' stoops and just watch people go by and like, mm. drink forties and smoke cigarettes yeah. and whatever else you would do as a kid. Maybe, but maybe yeah, smoke a little bit of pot even. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> um, it's legal here now, so that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to? So when do you arrive in Australia then? A couple of days before. I get or in there. Yeah, on the twenty fourth. I'm just. Um, I wish I could go down to to Splendor in the Glass or mm. see Melbourne or other places, but it's sort of quick in and out. I'm 
um, like I said, I work and my wife just started on a, she works in film and television. So she okay. just started a TV show and we have the kid here. So we got to get back to him. Yeah. Yep. So we're only in Sydney from like the 24th through the 1st. Okay. Um, that week is a lot of gallery stuff, getting it ready, hanging it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Steve said something was on 27th. I don't know if that's like a smaller VIP thing he was talking about, but it opens on the 28th. I know that for okay. everybody. Um, I just want to come in and set that up and make it look great. Yeah, hopefully yeah. there's a great reaction to it, you know, and um, meet a bunch of cool people. I'm really excited to come to Australia. It's not someplace, again, that I thought it's like I would get to any time. Yeah. You know, or first for yeah. for a show or anything like that. So Man, cool. that's that's great. You're gonna love it. Sydney is Sydney is um a po- like a postcard. Yeah, and the yeah. get the, the show is like at a venue on Oxford Street in Paddington, which is sort of a okay. really nice spot. You're yeah. gonna have a great time is walking it? around, and yeah, it's so cool. Lived around there for yeah, years. Yeah, it's hard with the time difference too. Trying to you know coordinate the show and yeah. speaking to printers over there. Um, and really sort of, you know, I mean, looking at Google Maps is, isn't really <laughs> yeah, the, problem, the way to figure it out. So yeah, it's not I'm excited to like get New over York. there and just walk. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm into just getting into new places and walking around, checking it out. And it seems like everything is pretty close to where, you know, I'll be staying in terms mm. of the gallery. And I know the guys are playing there. So I'm definitely going to go to one of the shows. Um, I don't know if I'll go to both. My wife's coming with me, so we want to try and yeah, yeah. enjoy it. Nice yeah, see the yeah, sights a bit. Yeah, yeah. see the sights. She wants to pet a koala, so okay. I don't know if that's something that happens there. I don't know. <laughs> but. I reckon that could happen at uh, at yeah. Tonga Zoo. But, and you, and the thing with that zoo is you get this beautiful ferry across the harbour to get there, so it's kind of a nice thing to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really I nice. I want to know about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mostly just want to come and I'm glad to be escaping New York for yep. a couple of days a week and yeah, see Sydney. It should be fun. It's the other side of the world. I mean, it's mm, pretty, yeah. it's pretty wild. It's going to be beautiful. I really wish we were there to come and say, yeah. uh, say g'day, mate. I know. Yeah. I know. I wish, I wish I could meet you guys in person. You know? Yeah, totally. Um, Todd, you're in Greece? Uh, yeah, I'm heading there like the day your show opens, so I can't make it, unfortunately. But it could be worse. It's Greece. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't complain too hard. Yeah. You, can see, you can see it online. Yeah, you can see the work online. Yeah. It's all right. Steve will fill me in. Uh, yeah. I, um, what's your excuse, Jamie? Oh, yeah. what's my excuse? My excuse <laughs> is that I'm in Sydney the following week. I'm in, I'm in Sydney on the 6th of August. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Where are you located? I'm in Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're yeah, both we're, down in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, I'm excited to get over there. You know, I don't know um, too much about over there because it's so removed, you know, yeah. but um, watching your show, it's not too often that, that stuff from down there gets up here, yeah. you know, which okay. is, again, why I'm shocked Steve found me and is bringing me down there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> when I'm from New York and you'd think like, oh, somebody in New York would want to show this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, I am surprised that there hasn't been more shows or more people reach out like Steve. I mean, even just, I mean, they're a huge band in so many cities and the work is super I know. awesome and relevant and um, maybe there will be following this. 
Maybe, maybe. I just want to get it, um, you know, goals just to have as many people see it as possible. Yeah. I think it's a document that, that stands um, all these years later. And I, I, my goal all these years later was that hoping it shows the sort of, you know, progression of a friendship more than anything, mm-hmm. um, you know, and have these young guys from high school sort of went from this to this to this to this. And, yeah. you know, now they're playing festivals. Mm. Um, yeah, it's so special. Then, you know, and and yeah, no, it is special, and it's cool that they sort of let me come along, you know, throughout all the years when something like that they could have easily become, you know, fucking assholes and you know not stayed friends with people they were friends mm, with for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but they never, you know, that never really happened, and um, everybody's still friends and cool and able to to grow up and, you know, not sort of live in like our high school period. You know, I think that happens to a lot of people and people that get stuck in one time and that's sort of where they see it. But we've all grown as people and as friends and conversations and, you know, all that shit. Mm. So that's why it's, um, it's lasted. Yeah. It's like that. And out of all of them, Valencia and I are are very, very, very close. Sort of, he's sort of the one that, Back in, in high school, we, we clicked for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. whatever that thing <laughs> is been, that makes people click, hey? Yeah, it's interesting, you know. He's sort of six, whatever, six five, and I'm five ten. We, uh, <laughs> you looked up at him. We're like this odd couple in you. high school, yeah. you know. Yeah, it was like this, in high school we were like this odd, you know, yeah. <laughs> odd couple of you know, yeah, life partners at the time. <laughs> You know, you know what, you know what, one of my pet 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 hates is. I take um, I take photos on a point and shoot just when we're hanging out or in the studio or whatever. And you know when you show as you should as you should, and you know when you show someone yeah. a photo. Todd did this to me recently, and I pulled him up on it. You show someone a fo- a good photo, and they go, "Oh my god, how good's that camera?" <laughs> I did not do that. You did. <laughs> What was it on an iPhone or something? No, yeah, no, it was just it was a it was a, uh, a film camera, a, point and shoot. A, uh, Jamie is upset that I didn't say how good's that photographer essentially. Yeah. Is that what you're <laughs> yeah. How good's that camera? How good's that camera? Well, you know. Yeah. It's, the ca- it's not the camera always. It's not it's the not, camera. Always. It's it's rarely the camera. It's not. Because <laughs> mm. I, I remember my brother saying that not. that used to like piss, mm. piss him off because you know he was taking um, f- stills on film sets and stuff um, as the stills photographer. Right. And people that's would always cool. be like, wow, what camera is that? It's <laughs> like, motherfucker, that's a photo of Guy Pierce. Like, <laughs> really, like, and there's a bomb exploding behind him. It's like, shut yeah. the fuck up. It, it's, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it really doesn't. And I've always sort of said that, you know, the, the photos I've taken, whether it's of, of the strokes or other people throughout the years, or even now it's become, you know, more um it's been more about my kid and trying to take great mm, portraits yeah. or photos of him and my wife and document that type of stuff yeah. it's i mean it's it's yeah it's not what you use it's it's how you're using yeah. it and, and what your eye sees so there there is some some skill to it yes yes um Everybody can take a picture, but they can't all take a good picture mm, yeah. you know or a picture that stands out, yeah for sure, yeah. And it's funny, um, like what you're talking about before, like when you you know you're happy if you get 
one or two in a roll. Like I, I, I kind of feel the same. I, and I don't profess to be a photographer by any stretch. So I'm not trying to sort of, but I'm just, that's my experience of it as well. If I get one or two photos that I'm like, this is a fucking cracking shot. It's made the whole thing yeah. exercise worth it. Yeah, exactly. And back in the, you know, the digital now, it's, it, it, that's gone. That whole feeling is gone because you can just take it and raise it. person's just like, oh, I don't like that or yeah. whatever the fuck it is. But that was part of what was great back in the day. And, you know, my father owning a photo lab is that I would, um, you know, I would shoot all this film of, of mm. them, like the, the, the picture of the group, the group shot of them out on 8th Avenue. Um, you know, like that, I just met up with them after practice and shot a roll of film and or a couple of rolls of film. I ended up going with them to Philly that night, but I was also, um, you know, the next day I came back and I went right to my dad's lab and was able to develop the film and see what I got right away. So cool. Mm. Um, and sort of knowing when I took the picture, you know, the day before yeah. that that was the shot and anticipating, like, I got to fucking see what I got mm, there. Yeah. yeah, that's so exciting, isn't um, it? And it was great. And seeing the picture still for me sort of brings back a little bit of, of that. Yeah. Uh, well, that was the only good picture I took that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Okay. This, yeah. um, this extra nostalgia in those sorts of photos, like it's crazy. Jamie shared, um, he just got some printed recently of um, his point of shoot camera in the studio when we were recording our album recently. And mm-hmm. it just made shots slap like on an iPhone when you shoot your friends sitting at a table in a bar, it's just like whatever. Yeah. But the film right. photos of those moments are just so special in com- comparison. And there's so much, yeah. they're just packed full of nostalgia. Like it's almost tangible. It's crazy. Mm. And I've, yeah. Well, that's the, there's a feeling to it, you know, yeah. and the colors that come out mm. of it in the black and white, it's, it's, it's not the same as digital. It's just not, you know. I've learned throughout many years to, to get digital close to what I want it to feel like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, in terms of film. But I struggled so long trying to get that feeling of film. And it's just like, finally, it's just like, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to yeah. happen. And then it shifted and, you know, the years went on and film sort of started to die out. And now it's coming back again, but it's even more expensive than it was back in the day. And it's even more expensive to develop it. Um, and certain things have changed. Chemicals have changed. Emotions have changed. You know, right. they've, they've changed factories where they make the film chemicals. And that's sort of going deep diving into, you know, mm. photo stuff. But it, it's all those aspects that have, it's, it's, it changed it. And it changed it very quickly, unfortunately. Mm. And I see sh- people shooting film again. And it, it just seems like... Um, it seems too forced for some reason. Right. Like, oh, I'm shooting film, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. Uh, like, cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't get too fucking ahead of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you can shoot all the film you want, but if it's a shitty fucking photo, it's exactly. not going to matter. Yeah. It kind of bugs me in a sense like that, but, I- you know, you just go with the times and... Mm adjust and, and try and, you know, um, put it out of your mind, whether it's a, a digital or film or a camera or point and shoot, you know, yeah. if you got it and you can make something happen in the moment, especially in today's age, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Well, it's all gone out the fucking window. Yeah. <laughs> Having said that, you're right. Like 
Ben, Jamie's brother will take the most incredible iPhone photos compared to me as well. Yeah. It's just he takes, he's got the eye and like the knack. It's, you know, if you got it, you got it's it. It's happened to, yeah, it's happened to me too. And people, you know, like I took that on my fucking phone. Yeah. It's not that. How good's that you phone? You got the same one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Phone, yeah. Good <laughs> um, and we- so, you know, it's, 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 um, it's the way it is. I think, you know, I worked, um, I assisted for, I don't know if you know this photographer, Mick Rock. No. I do. Cause I was he reading shot, up um, on you, but yeah, it sounds super interesting. So Jamie Mick Rock, I'm surprised you don't know him. He's, um, he, he shot the cover of Lou Reed's Transformer, oh, wow. Iggy Pop's Raw Power, um, oh, wow. the Queen record where they're all like, have their arms up. That is iconic. John Jett. Yeah. I mean, like lots of iconic. Wow. Pictures. If you go online and like, Google Mick Rock, yeah, you'll, I'm just as having soon as you see right his pictures, you'll be like, holy shit. Rock, and, uh, you'll recognize this Rock stuff. met Reed through Bowie. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I love that Transformer. Um, yeah. Um, and I, um, I met, he passed away last, uh, last year, unfortunately, sort of unexpectedly, but I, um, I assisted him. I was his uh, assistant for like 20 years doing photo shoots. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So that was like a whole other sort of like experience I had while I was doing my own thing on the side. Wow. Um, and that's like the amount of people that he shot is even prior to me meeting him, but mm. the amount of people we shot while we were together was, was really crazy. And Do you, any of that sort of stand wild out? Stories. Um, Iggy Pop in Miami mm. is a great one. Um, there's there's a bunch of rappers, you know. He did Snoop Dogg. Sick. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys know this guy. He was over here, Fat Joe. <laughs> this is rapper from New York, um, yeah. from the Bronx here in New oh, York. Okay. But he's kind of he's kind of he's kind of like iconic, sort of yeah. like a New York rapper. Um, so there's lots of like weird, you know, interactions like with people like that that you would never expect him to shoot. That he ended up shooting in later years. Um, we shot the yeah 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 a bunch of times. Yep. And, um, I mean, just everybody. He yeah. shot everybody. Yeah. He really did. So you were, so you were so assisting was, him. What, like, what? How old were you while you were assisting? Because for twenty years you were working with him, right? You said. Yeah, I mean, I met him in two thousand, two thousand one, okay. basically. Um, yeah, and I was shooting the the guys just randomly. I was working at a camera store, I think, at the time. And yeah, I met him and. I stayed with him for 20 years. Wow, yeah, we wow. just sort of stayed together and did traveling jobs. And mm. um, yeah, it was quite a, quite an experience. I haven't really processed it fully his yeah. passing, you know, um, there was a couple of us that were, that were fairly close to him. Um, and we're really shocked at the outpouring of people that came out when he passed and, and the amount of, uh, how his work really is iconic. Mm, you know, mm. I knew that when, when he was alive and working with him, that his work was iconic and it's uh, important to the history of photography, not just photography or music photography, but photography as a whole. Mm. Uh, he definitely sort of stapled his images and made his mark heavily on glam rock and roll for sure. Mm. Um, and so working with him was quite an experience. He was quite a character. He was a fucking odd, 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 oddball of a man. Um, 
<laughs> but it was fucking great. You know, it was really great. I remember we shot um, Harry Farrell in LA and like after the shoot, we were all smoking a joint together, yeah. you know? So it was just like smoking joint with Mick Rock and Perry Farrell. Yeah. Um, you know, working, we shot Motley Crue. Wow. Um, oh. just, just tons of people, just tons of awesome people. And just getting to like, you know, talk to Tommy Lee or like, you yeah. know, you know, it was rare that I would fan out, but you know, fanboy out. But once in a while we would get some, like we once shot Hall and Oates, you know, and I was just like, mm. fucking Hall and Oates. What the <laughs> fuck, man? Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. You know? I mean, um, yeah, they're, so they're like all that, kind of larger you know? than life names. You don't expect to like meet on a personal level really, do you? No, no. And then, you know, it's just like, we're shooting Hall and Oates and then like, I'll look at his work and like, Oh, he shot Hall and Oates. Like he shot that famous picture of Hall yeah. and Oates in 1983, you know? Like, wow. So it was, um, it was interesting yeah. being, being with him for all those years. No doubt. It's so sorry. He was a character. I'm so sorry to hear about He's highly passing. missed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's highly missed. Highly, highly missed. Mm. Um, yeah. I went to, um, I lost my, my point and shoot last week. We recorded a podcast last week and then I went out and left my bag um, at a at a uh, music venue and I had my camera, my point and shoot camera and then a couple of microphones and my favorite pair of sunglasses in there. So it was like kind of an expensive bag. Uh, it's like a bad <laughs> bag sucks. of things to lose. You know, it's yeah. like, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like the chewing gum, the keys and like a, <laughs> yeah, a dirty old right. t-shirt or something like Mikey that. Mikey card, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. some Tupperware or something yeah. with your lunch oh, that fuck, day. I lost my yeah. fucking Tupperware. I left it at that thing. <laughs> and it it wasn't uh it wasn't there. Well, Did you go I back to I went to pick it up last night and um and they had it, which was incredible, really. That's um, great. And That's great. the the girl at the desk said, "I took a photo on your camera." Mm. Oh. As tax. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, nice. "Okay, cool." Why? How did that make you feel? Like we like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't ask. Um, how did it make me feel? I thought yeah. that was quite a fun touch. Yeah, yeah, cool. I think it's a fun touch. That's a fun yeah. touch. It's yeah. um I like the, I like the mystery in there. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. And you yeah. know um it, it, that that cost me probably a bit of money, but um <laughs> but we'll we'll let that slide. <laughs> yeah, but you did lose your entire bag, so you I know. Did. Yeah, technically so, you should be that sh- you know, that yeah. should cost you to get it back. Yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly. the fee. Yep. Mm. You know, it's funny you say that because Segwaying from Mick Rock into that, you losing your bag. I was going to say, I remember one night we shot, um, shot some fucking writer, but the night just happened to like go on and on and on. It was like one of those nights where we went to like the after party and then like Winona Ryder was there and we were hanging out with Winona Ryder and she was all fucked up and whatever (laughs) fuck was happening. And then I ended up hooking up with some random chick and went home with her and since we had shot, I had like a bunch of his equipment with me, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and the next morning he called me, we ended up at this club called uh, lit that was sort of well known at the time here in the city. It was sort of the spot that we all hung out. And he called me freaking out cause he lost all the fucking film he had shot oh, no. the night before. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I don't, I think I lost it. And da-da-da-da. yeah. And luckily he was at the bar. Uh, he was still there, but oh he was, the, he was like that. Like he was like that type of guy. Like one of his first photo sessions, he was so fucked up on acid. He didn't, he forgot to load the camera. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was going to say, have you ever done that thing where you do a whole shoot and there's no film in the camera? <laughs> I haven't. 
My um, oh, the very famous Mick Rock. Did. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, the very famous my auntie Auntie Pam. She did that to um, my parents on their wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> That's fuck. My mum is my mum still sucks. holds it against her. Eh? She I still rolls imagine. her eyes every That's time she takes up. like my auntie takes a photo. And she's like, oh fucking, yeah. fucking auntie Pam, auntie Pam, yeah. That's amazing. It's mm. great. I love that. Last time we were in Adelaide, we were playing there a couple of weeks ago, and Todd just ran into auntie Pam at the pub. Oh yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting with her friend Cherry. Cherry. <laughs> and nice. Cherry would ask me a question and she'd go, I'm asking him questions. Yeah, I was like, okay, relax, Annie Pam. I know I haven't seen you in a while, but yeah. <laughs> Annie Pam was weird that night, wasn't she? Yeah, like, she was saying that. Like, grumpy to Cherry. Yeah, so yeah. Cherry would ask Todd a question and Auntie Pam would. Would, she'd um, go, she didn't like she'd look at him and she'd go, I'm, I'm asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad for Cherry. I was like, it's okay. Um, to answer your question, Sherry, um, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless. That doesn't happen here. That doesn't sound like a story that happens here. Auntie Pam. Yeah, you don't have Auntie Pam yeah. over there. No, there's no like random aunt running run-ins in bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. I feel like that is quite an Australian thing to... That's, that's, by a fireplace that's a bit of an Australian pub. story. Yeah. Oh, it's Auntie Pam yeah. down at the pub. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cherry. Let me get you a- <laughs> with a friend, having a wine with cherry. Yeah, it's quite. Yeah. A, it's quite. Yeah, it's quite an Australian. That's nice. Mm. Yeah, family run-ins are always nice. You yeah, know, that's good. regardless of where they are. Yeah. Well, they oh, definitely. Well, they definitely well, can. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh God, aunties are aunties are a funny. Uh, Aunties, why are aunties funny? Aunties yeah. are just funny, aren't they? Aunties are always, the aunties are always um, eccentric. Well, mine are, anyway. Oh, my one. Yeah, mine are too. There you go. Is, that your, is that your mom's side? Yeah, it's or my your mom's sister. Side? Yeah, yeah, my mom's sister's a fucking whack <laughs> Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I've recently, in older age, realized that my mom's not so sane either, but mm. <laughs> yeah. she's the sanest out of like. Yeah. Her mom and her two sisters is what I've realized. Right. One of her sisters um, is from a, is from here and speaks with an English accent. So I don't oh know how that happens. Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's that's a phenomenon. That's a it's, phenomenon. Would you call that a phenomenon? It's very. <laughs> sure. It's very weird. She was married to a, to a, a very well-known professor. Um, and I know they live in Oxford, uh. you know, but. I mean, she's from Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes if you're deep in your, um, if, if you have a deep down desire to pick up the right, accent. Hatred and beca- yeah. Hatred of where you come from <laughs> and desire to be something yeah. else, you will adopt an accent. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, we knew a girl years ago in, um, in Melbourne who she, she, to be fair, had uh, American parents or, Amer- or or an American parent, but it's just but was born here and grew up here and speaks with like a full on U.S. accent. Mm. And oh, see, that's weird. that is weird. <laughs> yeah, why would you want to? Sp- well, I don't know why you would want to speak with an American accent to begin with. Mm. It's like Australian sense. I mean, your, your voices are way cooler than ours. You know? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't know. Ameri- I don't know American accent is pretty cool, and I think that if you're like a kid at school really? with an American accent, you're like. Mm. So I From think the that, TV, I think we yeah. just solved the riddle. 
It's like the TV. <laughs> how can I be a bit different and a bit cool? Mm. Speaking an American like a, accent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, over here it sounds so cool over there. Interesting. And you know, I'm from I'm from Manhattan, so I'm from New York as well. But like, I, I barely have, I don't have any accent compared to you guys who live, you know, who grew up ten miles away from me. Fucking talk like yeah, this. And yeah. fucking, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's kind of similar with us, I guess. Yeah. We have a fairly soft, like you can go heaps harder on the Australian accent than what we can, have. Yeah. Can you? yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would think. There's a lot of barren land out there, no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is there a lot of, mm. yeah. Gotcha. Are there towns out in that barren land and stuff? Yeah, there are small towns, yeah. There are towns. Some bigger ones. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to come down there and see it. I'm excited to get to Sydney. Um, I'm excited to, you know, Meet some new people and yeah, absolutely. Pet a koala with my wife. Absolutely, yeah. You're gonna have a great time. You're you staying know, in a great part yeah. of town. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Are you staying it in? It seems like it. It's in, we we are. Yeah, we're staying. Steve has been nice enough to let us stay at his house. Oh, lovely. Oh, while he vacates. Um, great spot. Then. So that'll be nice. That, that it, yeah. So we're looking forward to that, and then to treat ourselves to. We never went on a, on like a honeymoon after we got married. My wife yeah. and I. So even though this isn't like a, a relaxing beach honeymoon, we're still sort of making it a little yeah. honeymoon because same with her. She never knew when she would get to Sydney. Um, yeah. So like the last couple of days we're there, I think we'll stay in a hotel just to, oh, nice. just to feel yeah. like we're Fantastic. On, on a break, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, um, well, you'll have to make sure it's the touristy thing to do, but it's, um, it's really good. Just get down to Circular Quay where the bridge and the, Harp, like the opera houses and all that kind of stuff. And that's where okay. you can get the ferry across to the zoo. And it's pretty romantic, okay. I might say. Is it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're down to do shit like that. We yeah. want to, you know, along with seeing like the local shops yeah. and seeing what's local and walking around, yeah. uh, trying some good food. You're um, in a good spot for like local stuff too, you know. It's not it like a touristy like area. It. It's a pretty local area, which is nice. I feel like doing something romantic yeah. tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might take um, Kate out and do something romantic. That is nice. Yeah. This, I mean, <laughs> the Melbourne CBD is a roman- romantic place to walk around. Yeah. Some horny streets. Yeah, a couple of horny streets. <laughs> <laughs> Those are always fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, always fun. Well, look, we, 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 we better yeah. wrap, wrap it up, Cody, but thank you so, much, so much for coming on, man. It's so great to talk to you. Thank you very much. I feel like I sort of rambled on here as I no, always do all these things. But, uh, oh, it's a podcast. That's, that's, uh, why you're that's here. the name of the game, baby. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then it's over. You ramble but until the end. I'm really, really glad to meet you guys. I'm really happy you had me on. Um, I'm glad Steve connected us. Yeah. I'm glad that I've seen your music and I see your, your show as well. Mm. Um, well. And just like my work coming down there, learning things about you. Yes, you know what I mean? Being introduced to some mm. some cool people far off that um, hopefully we'll stay in touch. And if you guys come to New York ever, you know what I mean? Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Or, Consider it um, done. All that, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. I want to sort of make this connection between Sydney now and sort of yeah. stay in touch with people, whether it's socially, on social media or, you know. Yeah, for sure. Like for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, I would really, really like love to um to be able to make it over to Sydney for for the show, so maybe I maybe I will because it would just be so nice to be there. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. 
I'll come. At, I'll yeah. come if the Strokes are definitely going to be there. <laughs> a well, stroke, I yeah. mean, you a know, stroke, a like, stroke, just one stroke. Just one yeah. stroke. I, it's you know, I I could say one stroke will be there. Yeah. That might happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm only joking, I mean, of course. But uh, you, you know, it'll be it'll be fun regardless. Of again, uh, you, you don't know who's going to show up, but you know, they're there for the week, and we're old friends, yeah. and. Yeah. Um, um, well, they're there but regardless it's going to be an yeah. awesome show people should come out support yeah. art support this new Grab gallery Steve's doing because he's buy something I know you know Steve is starting this new gallery yeah. and he's got some other awesome artists coming up yeah. you know even into next year so everybody should stay with him after this for sure yeah. because I think he's going to be doing a lot of other things coming down the line which is why I'm happy that this is starting to get a lot of attention yeah yeah for sure and um i'll just go over the info one more time it's 28th of july to august the second at the verona rooftop in paddington so make sure you get down and we'll put links in the description and stuff for people to check out lush awesome all right right. thanks thanks heaps cody so much peace and love peace and love okay bye